at the end of the day, that's what our, that's what we want our branding to do. That's what we want all of this effort to do, to get just like this person who I've never met before, don't know anything about, to be able to sit down with me and say, I know your brand. I know what you're all about. I know you're super involved in the community. I know that you care about things. And so those are the kind of people that I want to work with. I don't know anything about painting. I don't know how I would fit in with this, but you're looking for this kind of role and you're somebody that I'd want to align myself with. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Out of the Hourglass a podcast channel presented by Nolan Consulting Group. My name is Molly Nolan, and I am back as your host with a new voice to the podcast. We have a dude on the show. Peter Barber of Two Dudes Painting Company based in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. When it comes to brand power, the two dudes take it to the next level. Their logo is a bright orange VW bus after all. Now those who know the dudes can attest to their fun, creative, and unique take on what it means to run a business but more importantly, how deeply rooted they are in the community. It's the drive to give back, be present, and nurture their relationships with those in their neighborhood that has solidified their brand success. Peter gives us a glimpse into the two dudes world and shares some words of wisdom when it comes to building a brand for success. Out of the Hourglass is a podcast channel dedicated to helping small business owners and contractors visualize their goals develop high-performing teams, and build sustainable growth. It's time to get out of the hourglass. Today's episode of Out of the Hourglass is sponsored by Groundwork. Contractors all over the country are using Groundwork to get more wins without the runaround. Peter Barber, welcome to the Out of the Hourglass podcast. I'm happy to have you here. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Molly. Glad to be here and glad to be chatting with you. Yes, likewise. Uh, I'm excited to have you on uh, for a couple of reasons. Um, we're just saying that uh, Brian Nolan is very excited that uh, you are joining us today because we're talking about brand power. And when we think about clients of ours who have created a brand that is both recognized and respected and fun and creative, two dudes is it. Um, so you're here to share with us a little bit about kind of the story of the brand, uh, what inspires you all, the community impact that it brings. Uh, so before we dive into it, Peter, tell us where Two Dudes is located, uh, what your role is, um, and a little bit about the story of the company. Sure. So we are located in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, which is about an hour and a half away from Nolan Painting. So yes. uh, we're close neighbors, which is nice. We get to see the folks from Nolan pretty frequently. Um, we, we were founded in 1987. Uh, myself and my partner, Brian McCaskey, who's still my business partner, um, started the business when uh, we were both uh, college students. And it's not an unusual story to hear that uh, business got, you know, painting business got started while people were in college. I think the difference is, although I know there's a couple in Summit that uh, have, have that similar kind of story that have con continued this on. I mean, neither of us expected to be running a painting business at this point in our lives, but so 34 years later, here we are still running a painting business. Uh, we currently have 65 employees. Uh, we'll do you know five and a half million dollars in business this year. Um, looking to grow that substantially over the next three to five years and keep things moving. Um, critical piece of the history of the dudes was very early on when we bought a Volkswagen bus. Yes. We had this, uh, we bought this orange Volkswagen bus in 1988, I guess it was, 89. And uh, that has become an enduring symbol of what our business is all about. And, you know, the bus has been a great, I mean, we bought it at the time just because uh, we thought they were cool cars and we wanted mm -hmm. to have a cool bus. And at one point, 
you know, as we grew the business, we had a fleet of about eight orange Volkswagen buses, or as they quickly became known around Lancaster, they weren't Volkswagen buses anymore. They were dude buses, right? Oh, Everybody okay. knew us by these Volkswagen buses. And so all of our branding and marketing had these Volkswagen buses on them. And, and they were kind of this, this crude, simple drawing of the bus. And, um, but that, uh, you know, people knew it. They just like, oh, painters, Volkswagen bus. And, and actually, let me back up a little bit more. So we still, we, we have this name, this two dudes name, like where mm -hmm. did that come from too? So <clears throat> in the summer of 1987, when we got started, David Bowie was on a big worldwide tour. We were both big David Bowie fans. David Bowie wrote a song from At The Hoople called All The Young Dudes. This is a big anthematic song. Oh and so gosh. Brian and I would sing this song from the rooftops and ladder tops. And we were like, oh yeah, it's like, no. and we had this time that we had to like, you know, we were just like kind of painting for friends and neighbors and family. And we had this time that we needed to put an invoice together. And I was like, well, we have to have a letterhead, you know, to the invoice. And it's right. like, so we're like, oh, well, we're the dudes, you know, it's like two dudes. And it just like kind of stuck from there. And so Two Dudes Painting Company kind of got its moniker from uh, David Bowie's song. So I mean, the dudes, David Bowie, Volkswagen buses. I mean, cool already. What, if you're listening not, to this podcast, to love, I know, come on. like, come on. There's, I mean, we, we have a foundation of a cool factor already <laughs> um, that the business has only grown from. I actually didn't know that the, that your company name came from yep. the David Bowie song. That's yep. hilarious. Yep. 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 Good stuff. So, you know, all this stuff kind of played together and, you know, and when we started the business, Brian and I had, um, you know, we're two young guys, we had strong personalities and we liked to have fun with what we were doing. And we wanted to make sure that whatever we were doing, we were going to have some good times. Mm -hmm. We had this, uh, I remember when we were first getting our, uh, our insurance, for the business, you know, your first liability policy for the business. We were sitting in this uh, kind of old stodgy insurance broker's office and we're giving him all the, you know, here we are, 19 year old kids, right? And we're like giving him this information, name of the company, two dudes painting company. And he just looked over, I remember he, he took his glasses, <laughs> he, he, you know, he had his glasses perched down on the end of his nose. He just yeah. looked up across the table at us and shook his head. He's like, are you kidding me? He's like, yeah. who's going to take you seriously? What, what little old lady is going to buy, is going to yeah. hire you guys? And you know, we might, we're probably a little cocky at the time. And, you know, we're like, you know what? We probably don't, if, if somebody has a problem with our name, we probably don't want to work for them anyway. There you and go. which, you know, has some truth to it, you know, and, you know, if somebody was going to be that uptight about things or that uh, problematic about dealing with us, you know, they probably weren't a great fit anyway. So um, it separated us out early on. It created a personality for who our business was. I mean, mm -hmm. the, the name, the Volkswagen buses, uh, driving around town in these things. And, you know, it just kind of grew from there. And over, over time, like you said, we had a fleet of like, I think eight or nine of these Volkswagen buses. Um, we still have five. We sold that was off my a question bunch of them. was how many, how many are left? How many of the OGs? <laughs> yeah, we still have five of these buses. Mind you, only two of them actually drive, which is like okay. a classic Volkswagen story. But, mm -hmm. um, and two of them, the two of them that drive, we had restored and fixed up really nicely. And they're, they're kind of our parade vehicles, as we'd like to call them, that uh, take those out for special events. Uh, we actually use them in things. There's a big, uh, the largest road race in Lancaster. It's a 5K road race that we help sponsor. That's the lead vehicle of the race, which is just hilarious. You know? That is <laughs> one of my favorite things that I think I've ever heard. I need to come out and do that 5K. <laughs> I mean, this 5k race, like literally brings on, uh, like worldwide talent, like you yeah. know, guys that run like four, 13 and 14 minute 5k's. Right. And oh, they're like God. behind the Volkswagen bus. 
<laughs> so the worry is always that the Volkswagen bus is going to break down and these guys like, yeah. like this. but anyway, but that, That's I mean, fun. that, that whole race is really emblematic of how we believe, you know, our marketing is best served. Right. So we use it in a very, uh, very focused way. So, you know, because of our sponsorship, you know, we're on every race bid and every race bid right behind the number is our logo. You know, mm-hmm. and, and what's hilarious is all that we're sponsoring is the race bids. We're not the biggest sponsor of the race, but we just sponsor the race bids. <laughs> so we get great value out of this. Yeah. So literally every person that is pinning on their bid that day, which is like full of anticipation, right? They're pinning it on and they're thinking about two dudes painting company, which is yep. great. I mean, this is what we want. This is this is how we want to think. And they're connecting it. The whole, uh, this whole race is sponsored by the Lancaster YWCA, who we are major sponsors of events that the YWCA does. And this race is <clears throat> the race against racism. So we've been sponsoring this race for uh, probably 10 to 15 years. It's all about eliminating racism. Mm-hmm. And so, like before eliminating racism was kind of the, you know, moment of the day, you know, yeah. this is something that we've been involved with and, and, you know, and, and, and really put our hearts behind what it is that, so, you know, I, I, I volunteered on the race committee. I was a race chairperson for a couple of years, helped organize it. You know, they see us there and we put some money behind it as well, which again, that's part of the foundation of what we do with it. You know, we have this deep, deep seated, deep rooted community commitment. Mm-hmm. And then out of that community commitment that we've made, then we leverage that into something else, not in an overtly opportunistic way, but in a way that really makes sense. That's like, okay, look, of course, of, well, it's like, of course the dudes are here. <laughs> you know, yeah. we get this all the time. It's like, you know, of course the dudes are helping the sponsor, you know, this like community mural. Of course the dudes are there helping the sponsor, you know, the restoration of this old historic theater. Of course the dudes are here, you know, doing, which is, you know, to me is, is probably the greatest testament to how we've been able to take, you know, what we do as our business mm-hmm. and get people within the community to know and understand that. And so when, uh, when people come to us and say, you know, and ask us for either financial commitment and, and frankly, you know, it's not like we're giving away, you know, millions of dollars to do this stuff. We we're, we're very measured in how we contribute financially, mm-hmm. but, um, but people know that our involvement and our connection, like we can leverage other things. We can leverage publicity for them. We can leverage awareness for them. You know, our network of clients are, are the network of clients that a lot of these nonprofits want to deal with. And so when we can connect ourselves to other things, I mean, frankly, I was, uh, just, just this morning, I was out on a job site and um, the gentleman, an older gentleman just moved to Lancaster about four years ago. He was there. And uh, he was wearing a score. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar what score is. It's a, it's a business mentoring program. It's a nationwide program. Okay. And it, originally it started out as service core of retired executives that did, you know, help people develop business plans, mentor new businesses, so forth and so on. So he was wearing a score shirt. And he's like, Hey Mike, you know, I see you're wearing a score shirt. Thanks a lot for contributing your time. His first response was, Hey Pete, I know you're really involved with score and I know your business is really involved. I sit on an advisory committee with them. Okay. And so again, that's the cyclical nature of this stuff that yeah. like he knows how involved the dudes are in this organization. And, and it's not, again, it's not just giving financially, but it's giving time. Right. You know, I sit on 
I don't know how many boards right now. You know, it's like, you know, very involved in our local local chamber of commerce. I chaired our local chamber of commerce, which is really, really powerful here in Lancaster. You're in it. You're in it all. Yeah. If you're yeah. not just so, showing up as a company to events or sponsoring right. things, you, you yourself right. and Brian and other probably other people on your team are actually involved in, in the, the well-being of the community. Right, right. And that's exactly the, that, and that's where we start from is that, you know, we're going to be involved and we're going to be committed to this. And so our, you know, and again, you know, you know, frankly, I enjoy doing these things. So it's fulfilling for me on a personal level. And the, the dudes have given me an opportunity to get involved in these things in some meaningful way. And it has this reciprocal nature then of like building, building, building brand awareness, just by being present, by being at the chamber, you know, we have a big annual dinner every year, uh, you know, biggest event in the community, like, you know, for, for the business community, have about 3,500 people come to this. We have national level speakers. I mean, in the past couple of years, we've had everybody from uh, John Major to uh, Bill Clinton to uh, Madeleine Albright, you know, just like world, mm-hmm. world leaders have come and spoken at this year. And at, when, you, when you're the chair of the event, you get to select, you get, you get a hand in helping to select the speaker. Mm-hmm. So I selected Malcolm Gladwell to come. Yes. Actually remember hearing <laughs> and, about this. And so Malcolm Gladwell came and he, and he spoke at this thing. And, but what was great is I actually got to speak at it as well. And so, you know, I had like three minutes to give a presentation and was able to talk about who we are, you know, what, what our commitment is to this community. And it wasn't, it wasn't a three minute commercial. That wasn't the idea. It was like talking about the strength of the business community, but I could talk about what our place is in the business community. And what's really interesting. And from the time that I started working with our chamber, you know, I'm sitting there (coughs) point we're at that point, we were pretty small, you know, we were maybe. 20 painters and maybe doing about two or $3 million in business. And I'm sitting at this chamber meeting with the executive director of, you know, Lancaster general hospital, which is our biggest employer. And we're, you know, we're sitting at this meeting together and we're peers as far as the chamber is concerned. And that's like a fabulous place to really establish yourself and your business as a meaningful player within the local community. And you know, and from there it, it branched out and I was involved in lots of other organizations and continue to be involved in lots of other organizations from, you know, historic preservation issues <coughs> to other business development issues in the city to uh, a business organization that empowers uh, minority and underrepresented people in the community and gives them business man- mentoring and training all the way down to the, the hyper, hyper local level of the community group where our business is located. You know, we're located in downtown Lancaster in a a small community. And it's, uh, uh, it's, 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 it's an impoverished community and, uh, very working class. Um, and so we have a neighborhood community group and that has been doing things to try to improve the neighborhood. I'm part of that. And, you know, I was asked to be part of it. And it's like, oh, you know, it's one of those like, oh, I don't have time for another thing. It's gonna, yeah. So where does all your time go? I mean, goodness <laughs> gracious. Let me put somebody else there. And like, no, Pete, we really want you because we know that you're going to bring uh, power and legitimacy to, to what we're doing, which is great. And which is something yeah. that it's, it's really exciting to be part of. So, so it sounds like, I mean, from the, from the get-go of Two Dudes um, being created, community has always been the forefront of, uh, uh, probably part of your mission. I mean, you're tying prof- a professional service 
with community, mm-hmm. with creativity and fun. I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of seeing it all across the board from the company name and the Volkswagen buses and how, and, and the, and how the name came to be versus, you know, what both you and Brian are passionate about from a community standpoint to basically the community, the, the company in which you've created that has allowed you to support your community. Right. Right. And that's exactly it. I mean, it, it ha- it's a very reciprocal relationship that, yeah. you know, we realized early on and, and, you know, we, <clears throat> we have a big commitment and understanding that it, it, it's beyond commitment, but, you know, I would argue it's, there is a bit of obligation to the community that you live in to of be course. supporting it and empowering things and really trying to help make it move forward and knew early on that, uh, the dudes are much more powerful and having an impact than just Peter Barber is because yes. I can leverage the dudes in much more, much bigger ways than I can leverage Peter Barber. And, and a, I mean, it's something that we've seen, I think over the years, just kind of a, across the country is that, uh, especially as you're looking to hire and recruit that people want to work for a company that they say that they see giving back, that they, that they feel good about a place where they um, are both, comfortable in that they see doing, doing well for their family. And so two dudes is doing that. And so it, it has to have helped with your recruiting um, and your, <clears throat> like the brand that employees are looking for, you're, you're no, creating a space for that. It, 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 it does that exactly. I mean, we, we've, we've become a place where, you know, we're, we're the employee of choice within the contracting world. And, and what has come of that is that, people that would never think of working for a painting company would consider applying for a job for us. And so for, you know, beyond just, you know, yeah, we have paint the the craft painters that are out there, but people that are just either looking for career changes, looking for something different. And and frankly, during COVID, this happened a lot. You know, the whole employment world got disrupted and we ended up hiring a number of people from the entertainment industry from the food services industry, from theater industries, that they're like, yeah, we really don't have any painting experience, but, you know, we would consider working, you know, it's like the mindset was we'd consider working with you because your business is much more than just a painting company, which is really what we're hoping to do. And that's extending now as we are trying to hire different management level people that, you know, wouldn't typically think of working for a painting company to come into you know, some kind of management world, but they're like, yeah, but the dudes are something different. You've built this business and you've built a brand of your business into something different. So we're, you know, like we're looking for operations people right now and actually sitting <laughs> on my desk resumes from somebody that's looking, looking at the position. She's an event planner. And oh, wow. I'm like, you know, she's got some pretty high level experience doing event planning. I'm like, you know, this is perfect. Event planning, project management. Oh are- yeah. High stress level, a lot of moving parts, a lot of people to deal with. And no option for failure. And so, you know, I had a good conversation with her and our first, actually our first conversation was trying to talk her out of taking the job because it's like, this is, you know, that's kind of my mindset. If I can't talk you out of it, then it's your problem. You're going to keep moving forward. But she's like, no, it's like, I, I, it's like, I hop on your website. I see your brand. I see you guys all over the community. I know who you are. You are, you know, you're a great business. And so at the end of the day, that's what our, that's what we want our branding to do. That's what we want 
all of this effort to do to get just like this person who I've never met before, don't know anything about to be able to sit down with me and say, I know your brand. I know what you're all about. I know you're super involved in the community. I know that you care about things. And so those are the kind of people that I want to work with. I don't know anything about painting. <clears throat> I don't know how I would fit in with this, but you're looking for this kind of role and you're somebody that I'd want to align myself with. We pause for a quick moment to recognize today's episode sponsor, Groundwork. Groundwork is a virtual sales system for residential contractors. Groundwork helps you avoid tire kickers, save time in the sales process, and focus on your ideal projects. Have you ever driven across town for a sales appointment only to find out that the project is a dud? Or the homeowner has wildly inaccurate expectations for cost and time frame? Groundwork makes it easy for customers to send you high quality videos of their projects so that you can qualify your leads before wasting time on an in-person appointment. Groundwork helps you weed out bad leads and leverage text-based communication to engage your ideal customer. Looking to build your brand and stand out from your low-end competition? Groundwork uses your logos and branding in their system so your customers associate this unique and convenient process with your company. Virtual sales might sound complicated, but Groundwork makes it easy. Your customized version of Groundwork can be 100% implemented in less than a week. Training for your team only takes about 30 minutes, and their team is always here to help you get the most out of Groundwork. Contractors all over the country are using Groundwork to get more wins without the runaround. And now, back to our episode. And it's the brand that has convinced her to want to work for you instead right. of you trying to convince someone to work for two right. years. Right. The brand, the brand, and the company have spoken for themselves at this point, right. yep. based upon what you've done, where you guys have showed up, uh, and kind of the just the just the time and the commitment and the fun too. I mean, <clears throat> you, you were mentioning other people um, coming, you know, to work uh, for you, and you mentioned entertain, entertainment and food and services. But you guys also do you work with a lot of artists as well? Yeah, we have. We're just having this conversation. We have at least seven people on our staff right now that have master's of fine arts degrees or bachelor bachelor's of fine arts degrees. I'm sorry. So cool. Which is, so there's an art school in Lancaster and, you know, we have this involvement doing specialty stuff, doing murals, doing other things. And so, you know, same thing, we attract people and, and we tell them right off. It's like, look, it's like, don't kid yourself. You're not coming in here to, to paint murals. It's like, you might have an opportunity to get involved in one if we get involved and if we have a big one, yeah. but they're like, no, it's like, that's okay. It's like, I understand that, but I know that you guys value those things. You know, you value artistic expression, you value, uh, you know, kind of this, this craft and this quality uh, and this artistry. And so that's meaningful for me. And so I'm happy to come work for you, even if I do end up just being a painter, which yeah. is, is exactly what most of them do. So kind of bringing this all together, I mean, I, you and Brian both have your roles, um, but who is helping from a marketing perspective? I mean, you're out there doing the community work and so so are your employees, um, but who is helping to really kind of drive the marketing campaign behind all the work that you do? Do you have someone in-house? Are you a big part of it? Uh, how does it, or do you work with a, an outside agency? Right, so at this point, I you know, we do work with an outside agency and which that in itself is a pretty interesting story. They actually, <laughs> They approached us. <clears throat> they said, wow. you know, this is going back probably 15 years ago. And they're like, they, I got a, got, they got in contact with me and they're like, 
know, we want to talk with you. Who does your branding? Who does your marketing? Who does your stuff? And at that point, we were doing all of it in-house. Okay. And just like, you know, like, and, and you, know, you, you know, it's like your principles, it's like you stay, you stay on point, you stay focused, you stay clear, your message is consistent. You know, it's like, who does this stuff? And you're like, oh, we're just like making it up as we go along. Like, well, you're doing a good job and we'd really like to work with you on this stuff. And so we ended up working with them. And since then, you know, we've built a good relationship with them. They, um, and that's, it's actually this fig industries, which is publication. They, they do this publication, which is basically just like a little lookbook of, uh, advertisers in Lancaster city. They're very focused in Lancaster city, which is where we're located. Um, but you know, much to their frustration at times, you know, they've, they've presented us with these big elaborate marketing plans and they're going to cost us, you know, some significant dollars. And we're like, eh, eh, we're not spending that kind of money on stuff. It's like, there's just not for us. It's not, it's, it, it wasn't dry. We didn't see the value in some of those things. It's like, we'd rather like see this. Okay. You know, and so we wind up taking most of our community donation money and brand and putting it in marketing because that's kind of where it's at. You know, it's yeah. not just like charity, charitable contributions, but we do make sure that we're leveraging things in a meaningful way Absolutely. and trying to do that. And since then, since they have gotten, since they started doing work with us, we have refined things quite significantly. And as we're at this point now of looking to have some significant growth, I mean, it's one, one thing to go, you know, do like two or $3 million worth of business. You know, now we're going forward $5 million worth of business. We're looking to get, you know, to get from five to 10, you really have to start doing some marketing and spending some dollars and yes. being very strategic about how you're doing things. And so they're helping us do that. And this is actually, frankly, this is one of the first years that we're really, uh, really engaged and focused on what that marketing plan is going to be and getting really strategic about it. I mean, you know, till this year we had never done anything. We had never done Google ads. We had never done Facebook ads. We had never done any of that. Kind Are you of serious? Stuff. Yeah. Like all of our stuff has just evolved organically, um, which is like, real, which has been great. I mean, and so this is the power of like kind of creating this really cool brand that we have. Yeah. And so it's just like, it has, it has grown through that. And we're, you know, and we have fun stuff to talk about. Like, I mean, we, you know, we manage our social media stuff pretty well and we post things pretty well, but we hadn't yep. paid for anything. And so, you know, we, so we gathered followers, we gathered uh, traction there, but now we are, we <clears throat> we're realizing in order to break into different markets, we have to grow the business and grow our presence in the marketing world a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, think about the growth that will come when you start do, when you do begin putting right. those large dollar amounts in there, you do begin doing the Google AdWords and paying for the ad spend. I mean, to have done what you guys have created organically, uh, through, I mean, just organic digital work, um, right. and just organic kind of feet on the street community work. It's pretty yeah. incredible. Yeah. And so frankly, that's part of our worry is that we start, you know, and, you know, we start spending dollars on our Google AdWords and things and do we blow things up too quickly in, right. you know, you know we, we need to make sure that we have the infrastructure in place to really handle it and manage it really well. Um, as everybody's kind of challenged with finding staff and finding employees and, yep. Uh, kind of ramping things up, we want to make sure that we're handling this stuff really smart and that we have a solid foundation for everything that we're doing and, and the really solid structure behind what our plan is. I had a business coach that taught us this at one point. I don't know. I can't remember. Can't remember some, some guy out there. Some guy. I don't know. <laughs> He's old news. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's, 
what's cool <clears throat> is that you're also working with an agency that you work with for so long. And so who yeah. understands what your core purpose <clears throat> is at the end of the day. And yeah. you can probably feel very comfortable with explaining, you know, the growth that you want, but also the concerns that you have. Um, and they should be able to work with you pretty closely uh, and not, and kind of respect the, respect the, the, the growth plan that right. you guys have. The- there, there is tremendous, there's tremendous alignment philosophically with what our business does, who we are, and and their understanding of, of all of that. I mean, one of the things that <clears throat> is foundational to our business is um, like who we are as a business. Part of who we are is a certified B Corporation. Yes. <clears throat> and actually, this marketing firm is also a certified B Corporation which is like really interesting to be, to have found these people and have grown, grown with them over the last 15 yeah. years. We became a B corporation in 1908, uh, no, 19, no, eight, I'm sorry, 2017. Okay. Yes. And then they became one in 2019. Do you think so, you, you inspired them to become? No, we definitely did. I mean, there is, there, we definitely did. I mean, they saw what we were doing, they understood, and they had that foundational, they had those beliefs around, <clears throat> being mindful about everything that they do as a business and understand the impact it is. And Hey, let's take this to the next level and make sure that, you know, that we're really doing this to the level that um, is verifiable and somebody can authenticate the level of commitment that we've made to these things. So as we get into things and we start having these conversations around like, Hey, you know, maybe not spend the dollars there because that's going to take something away from how we're contributing to, you know, the YWCA, they get it. They get it completely and they're like, okay, but let's like see how we can really use this to the best of everyone's ability. And it is getting much more strategic around what that means and how we do those things. Tell me a little bit about just the process of becoming uh, B Corp certifi- certified. Uh, was it fairly extensive? I mean, I know it's not an easy <clears throat> certification yeah. to receive. Yeah. Um, how it's, long did it take you? You're, you're either passionate about it or you're not. And so you don't do this thing, you, you don't do it you, first of all, you don't do this for marketing purposes. Okay. Although it does have some spinoff effect, but you don't do it for those reasons. You, you, this is something that you have to do because you and your core believe in what it is. It's a very elaborate process. Uh, it takes, it took us about a year worth of structured planning and organizing and doing it. And you have to get recertified every two years, which then you start oh, wow. the whole process. Or actually, I think they just extended it to three years because they realize how extensive this process is and the kind of time that it takes in order to make this uh, this make, you know, just fulfill their commitment. I mean, they're, they're examining every part of your business. This isn't just about like, Oh, do you contribute money to your local community? It is about foundational principles of how do you treat your employees? Do you pay them living wages? Do you provide health insurance? How many days off do you have? Do you have maternity care? Do you have disability policies? How many, what's the, what's the pay differential between your lowest paid employee and your highest paid employee? You know, and it's like all of these different metrics that they're looking at that all contribute to, you're getting you into the certification. So, but I mean, you've put yourself in the same playing field as those corporations that a lot of us kind of know and love and respect. I mean, Patagonia, uh, Bumba Socks, um, Allbirds. I mean, yeah. like the like the yeah. the brands that have really grown organically um, and have kind of really solidified their place um, in that space. You you're now one of them, right? Which is pretty sweet, right? And, and yeah, there's big national brands that are doing it, big national brands that are aspiring to do it. Yeah. And just frankly, in the course of the time since we originally got our certification, there has been this tremendous shift in uh, 
in business, in business mindset around the need to contribute and, and, and be part of the community and be mindful about how you're doing things. I mean, there, you know, we talk about it all you want about, you know, activism within business, but it's like, this is very real right now. And people are realizing that businesses have a lot of power and that businesses don't exist solely for the purpose of making more money. That yeah. there is a responsibility to care, not just for the stakeholders, stakeholders, that own your business, but for the share, you know, for, for, for all the other people, all the other people that are involved, like shareholder, you know, there's shareholder premacy is like a huge doctrine from, you know, the, the 1970s that gained lots of traction and everybody was like shareholder premacy was the most important thing, return value to shareholders. And while that's still incredibly important, and I'm not going to kid you, it's like, we need to make money. I mean, none of this is valuable for not making money as a business, mm -hmm. but realizing that other stakeholders within the business, stakeholders being employees, the community you live in, other people, the environment in, is a stakeholder in general, you know, all of those, all of those different things are important to be considered as you're doing things. And, and if you're doing this and doing it right, like you said, you can leverage that into a really powerful, a really powerful business story. I mean, yep. you, you know, you reference Patagonia, right? So everybody knows who Patagonia is, biggest, you know, outdoor retailer. You know, what are they known for? They're known for super quality products, you know, great design and their activism within the environment, yep. environmental community. You know, Ben and Jerry's, you know, iconic brand that, you know, some of the best ice cream you'll ever have, right? Mm -hmm. and, and so you're seeing a theme here. The foundation of this stuff is really great product is the foundation of things. And then leveraging that really great product into having other power and impact throughout the community and, 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 and with your employees. And so doing those things and, you know, while we don't have, we have, we have nowhere near the influence of a Patagonia or Ben and Jerry's on a national level. Let me tell you on a local level, we have, have power and influence. Yeah. I mean, they, they ask our business to get involved with things that like, wait, what are you asking this painting company? How are they getting involved in this? Yeah. And, and the best little example that we just had is, you know, I got a call actually two, I'll give you two quick examples. I just got, I just finished, wrapped up a commitment. I got a call from the mayor of Lancaster saying, Hey, we need uh, we, we want you to be on a search committee for a new chief of police, right? And you think that, that this is like a weird little thing that's like, yeah. okay, this is really important, especially in the current environment that we are yes. right now. And to have, you know, if you're surveying the business community and trying to figure out, you know, because they had community, it was a 10-person uh, committee. So they had, you know, churches, business community, you know, residents, uh, educational institutions, other things, you know, nonprofit people. But when you're sur surveying the business community and deciding that one of the most important people for the business community is the owner of a painting company, and you've done something right to, to yeah. create an impact in, uh, within the community you live in. <laughs> the, other the other story is, you know, talking about this idea of how we care about our stakeholders is, and, and the impact that it has is, um, you know, the governor of Pennsylvania recently, he has an initiative, you know, like lots of, lots of conversations going on right now around minimum wage issues. Mm -hmm. And so while they, they wanted to talk to somebody that had, um, had successfully navigated this thing around, you know, having significantly higher salaries than, than, than minimum current minimum wages. I mean, you're trying to get $15 an hour stuff. And so we get a call from, from them and said, Hey, we'd like to have a press conference down at your building. And we're like, bring it on. So they, yeah, they look at that marketing. 
So the governor comes down, he has a press conference here. And, and, and what was great is, you know, and it was, and he was like, look, we don't want to talk about, you know, this, the salaries that you're paying, the benefits you're paying, because for any moral or ethical reason, we want to talk about this purely from a business standpoint. Why is this smart business moves? And so, you know, we could talk about it from that standpoint. It's like, look, paying people well is a good business decision because it reduces mm-hmm. turnover, reduces training costs, it reduces, you know, all the, all the things that we all know. So his uh, media crew came down the day before to get prepared for it. And they're standing in our parking lot looking around and he points across the street and he's like, hey, does that thing work? And I'm like, yeah, it works. He's pointing to one of our Volkswagen buses. I was like, actually, there's another one in the other parking lot over there. And he's like, perfect. Let's bring him into the parking lot. We'll park him right here. We'll put the governor right in the middle of him. <laughs> I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. This is hilarious. It's like, we couldn't ask for, I mean, no. you know, so we, we have like kind of on our statewide, you know, network, you know, we have the governor speaking with our Volkswagen buses in the background, talking about issues of how to properly care for your employees, which is the foundation, you know, and minimum wage issues, you know, it, yeah, it's a political hot potato right now. It doesn't mm-hmm. need to be, but take all, all the politics out of it. And nobody's going to argue with the fact that it's a good idea to pay your people well. And that's what we are trying to say. It's like, look, here's a smart move. This is part, I mean, and, and this is how we think about, you know, marketing in a bigger way. It's like knowing that people know that people yep. know that we pay our people well, that we care for them. That's, that's marketing. Yep. And it's an important part of your marketing is, is that people understand who your business is, who you are, what do you believe, what do you represent and how do you get out there? Yeah. There's transparency. Um <laughs> kind of across the board. I mean, in, including, including the fun that you have, which leads me into some, I want to talk about um, before we wrap up here, just some fun projects uh, that you guys have done in the past, because yes, community is forefront, uh, but you guys have definitely have had some fun behind it and some creativity. Um, and one thing I have to mention is that before we begin recording here, you showed me um, two pictures of a baby in a two dudes onesie. And I mean, come on, it's so good. Yeah, so, I so love we it. have <clears throat> one of the things that we started very early on was making sure that, you know, we out, like everyone, you know, we instituted uniforms for everybody. Everybody has uniform shirts, sweatshirts, hats, you know, and then it's like, then mugs, we start getting coffee, mug, mugs. coffee mugs, you know, beer, pint glasses. Every, so it's like, you know, we put, our, we put our logo on all kinds of really cool stuff. Again, it, that's the key. It's got to be on cool stuff. Right. It's not just like little tchotchke kind of crap, but it has yep. to be like cool things that, that continue to they they impart part of the value of who we represent. <laughs> we had this yeah, this issue a couple of years ago. We were sponsoring this big outdoor concert series uh, at an amphitheater here in Lancaster that, that, that attracts like pretty big, uh, pretty big names uh, into it. It's a free Sunday night concert. Like we had Dawes here. We had Los Lobos here. We had like some pretty big stuff. So they'll get like you know, five to 10,000 people at this. So we were sponsors of this concert series. And we're like, oh, you know what? We need to get Frisbees in. And because there's, it's on this outdoor space and there's people throwing Frisbees around doing all this kind of stuff. And we're like, okay, you get the, you get the catalog of Frisbees. You can get the dollar Frisbee, yep. <laughs> which are like, people get them and they're junk. You know, you know, they're junk and you just like throw right. them on you and you throw them around and you throw them away. Yep. It's like, no, that's not what we want to do. We need to get the we need to get the like $8 Frisbee and it's a key, it's a cool Frisbee that people hang on to and they will keep and it's going to s- stick around in their lives. And we're going to be this constant part of who they are. I mean, that yeah. must go, that has to go back even just to thinking like B Corp certified and, and the environmental impact, because think about the dollar Frisbee that people play with for an hour, maybe a weekend, and then they throw it out. 
Right. It's wasteful at the end of the day versus spending a little bit more money for a quality product that people are going to hold on to and actually utilize. And yep. it's not going to end up in a landfill next week. Right. Right. And so same thing. So we got, uh, you know, we, we got all these onesies made up and we get these like good quality product, you know, mm-hmm. put our logo on it and, and they are, they're just like the sweetest thing. And, and, and it's great when it comes all the way back and, you know, and I, we have a couple pictures of different families that we've given these, you know, they, we know that, some, you know, we're painting their nursery. And so we'll make sure that they get one. Oh, right? such a great idea. <laughs> and they just like, you know, and so then we get the pictures of the babies with, them, you know, laying in their crib with, the, with our yeah. dude Wednesday on. And you know what, you know, what happens is like, they keep, they keep putting it on the kid because it's fun. You know, they know our brand. It's a fun, cool brand. And, yeah. you know, that just reinforces their brand, our brand to them every time they do this. And so we're always looking for, how do we make that kind of impact? And we've done, we've, you know, we've done lots of other, you know, fun things, you know, kind of born out of that. We, we had a whole uh, series that we did around, um, we had these dudisms that we made. And so all, you know, a whole series of dudisms. So it, it ranged, ranged everything from a dude for a day keeps peeling paint away to accent colors speak louder than words. A dude never beats around the, bu- never beats around the brush. Uh, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, but a fresh coat of paint can't help. Um, you know, just all these things. And so we ended up putting these on coasters and yes. putting them around in, in just like, so our logo is a circle dude's logo. And we put these on coasters, took them around to some of the, you know, we have really great relationships with, and, and have painted it at lots of restaurants and bars around Lancaster, put them on the best res- restaurants and bars. Hey, do you mind if you put these in here? No, that's great. On the back of them, you know, so first of all, there's like eight different ones in a series. So the, the goal behind that was, you're passing them around, you know, the bartender's passing around. And so you see your buddy down the way, you know, that they're all different. You ask the guy down the way, it's like, what's yours, what's your dudism say? And so all of a sudden we've created conversation among two people that never met each other. And they're, what are they talking about? They're talking about the dudes in some way might be kind of tenuous ancillary way, but they're talking about the dudes and they're talking about painting. Great. We've won already. And then, so then the flip side of it, there's a QR code that people could click on the QR code and then write their own dudism, which then would get published to our website. And that generated all sorts of people were just like inputting different things and giving us different ideas. And, and again, same thing. It was just like, how do we get, how do we get, how do you get people from this point of not just consuming your marketing, but contributing yeah. to your marketing and, and being active players in your marketing. And that's what that whole campaign really did for us. It gave people a way to be a meaningful part of what was going on. And so we got... Uh, got lots of people talking about, it. and we use this, you know, beyond just um, just these coasters. But it, it you know, it it had. And we started this over seven years ago, and <clears throat> we continue to use this idea of dudisms now in some uh, some marketing things that we're doing. But then also they've evolved into kind of a higher purpose and higher level of what the dudisms are instead of just being these kind of cute kitschy things around painting that they've evolved into really meaningful stuff. So that um, I'm just going to read you the a dudism that we used in a recent, uh, recent publication ad that we did that said in every community, there is work to be done in every nation. There are wounds to heal in every heart. There is power to do it, to do it. This is uh, from Marianne Wilson Williamson. She's an author and activist. And what made that powerful was that uh, kind of the rest of the information in that ad, this was right after, this was in, uh, during the pandemic, 
so there's kind of a, a, a tagline following that that talks about the work that we did in our community in the fall of 2020 in coordination with Langstreet Health Services. So we hosted a national health service health station for COVID testing, flu shot administration. And we also became, uh, during this time, working with Langston County Election Board as an official polling station for the presidential election. So two of the most disruptive things that were happening in our country at this time, you know, the COVID crisis mm -hmm. and a really divisive political uh, presidential election. Um, you know, we owned it. We owned it in our neighborhood. And we okay. said, you know what, we need to do something here to make a meaningful impact. It's like, okay, we're going to take this COVID thing. And we're going to make sure that we provide for our community and our neighborhood about that. <clears throat> this, this presidential election that has lots of tension going on and, lot, and, and, you know, we're staying apolitical in the whole thing. It's like, you know, we're going to be a safe space, a community player that people know that they can come and safely cast their ballot. And, yeah. you know, and all these things, I mean, they, you know, by, by taking our, you know, again, it's like, wait, you're a painting company. What the heck are you doing this for? It's like, this is the kind of thing that, you know, usually it's like churches do these things, you know, community organizations do this, these things. It's like, no, it's like, we can be a painting company and have this kind of power and have this kind of impact and really try to do the things that are going to be meaningful to the community that we live in. Absolutely. Now, Peter, as I, as we think about, you know, someone who's listening here, whether it's a business owner or, um, a marketing manager, or just someone who's maybe thinking about starting their own company, what would you, what would you advise someone who's thinking about creating a brand and, um, and like the first steps to take, is it, is it like def defining what the core mission is for? Well, so obviously the first thing you need to do is go listen to a David Bowie song. Yes. <laughs> Put on every David Bowie album, listen to it, and then go from there. Get some, get some, Inspiration will will it's drive right from right from David yeah. Bowie. Space I love Oddity it. Painting Company, yeah. Ziggy Stardust Painting Company. It'd be awesome. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, so part of what made I think what made our uh, our branding successful is it's it's very true and authentic to who we are, mm -hmm. and I think that's the foundational thing that any business that's getting started needs to do this. And this can be, you know, it can be as simple as being, you know, Dave's Painting Company. Because if that, you know, if that embodies, you know, it's like, it's Dave, you know, this is my business, but then make sure that you're, you're, you're imbuing that whole business with you, who you are and your personality, and that it really represents what's meaningful to you. You know, for us, high level of community involvement was super meaningful for us. For some people that might not be meaningful for you. I mean, it might be, you know, it might be, you know what, I have no time for community involvement, but I am hundred percent focused on high, high quality craft. And it's all about the craftsmanship. And that's the only thing that I want to be hitting on. And if that's really what matters, it's like, put that out there and make sure that you're, that it's true and meaningful behind everything that you do. Have it, have that have purpose behind it. So that, what does that mean for your branding? It's like, well, if you're talking, if you're selling craft, make sure that your vehicles aren't some, you know, clunky beaten up truck, right? Make so sure that your true. ladders are looking great. Make sure that everything that your crew is in the cleanest and whitest whites all the time. You know, yeah. whatever that is, I mean, I think you just have to live what that brand is. And, and, you know, we've seen this, I mean, Summit has some great examples, you know, beyond, certainly beyond what we're doing, right? So, <clears throat> you know, the, um, the brothers that just do gutters, right? They have yep. all, they've, they've lived and they've created this brand, you know, the Webfoot guys, they've done a great job of like making <clears throat> their brand, you know, seriously great. And, yep. you know, A. Albright is, you know, talks all the time about having an Albright day. And, and so all this stuff, right. They've become so meaningful to them 
And it's true to who those people are. Like I know the owners behind each one of those and what makes them powerful is that that represents who they are as people and it represents what their business does. And I think that's the most important thing. You know, find out who you are and commit to being that person. Find out who your business is, commit to, to having your business represent you in that way and make sure that every part of it is really representative of that from, you know, the design principles of your internet ads that, you know, that they follow, that they look like people, people look and identify very quickly. I mean, I, you know, so great brands, right. You think about that all the time. I mean, you can, you can spot a Coca-Cola ad a mile away. You can spot a McDonald's ad a mile away. You can spot an Apple ad a mile away. I could spot a two dudes ad a mile away. Right. You can. Because yep. there's thought and there's purpose and there's meaning behind yep. it. It doesn't look different every time, but it, there's a consistent look and feel, you know, and, and that's, what's really important it has, you know, for us, it's like really clean lines, you know, really well, well thought out design work. There's, I mean, I mean, we, we've gone so far, I mean, we have design standards for everything that we do. And that's part of what this marketing firm has established with us. It's like, okay, it's kept us really straight and narrow in terms of make sure that you have a good, consistent look and feel. And it's interesting now how that has to play itself out as we're getting beyond just print stuff, but looking at video things, audio things, how do you convey the same discipline that you had in print material into video things, into audio things, and all that you, you need to be thinking about this stuff all the time. Yep. No, you're absolutely right. Um, and at the end of the day, you're just a dude who's looking to do good in his community <laughs> and-, and and have a great professional company uh, who also does good in their community. That's that we we talk about this a lot. It's like, hey, look, it's like we're just a small little painting company in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, yeah. and you know we started out with just two of us doing this thing, and you know at the end of the day, we're still just a small little painting company in Pennsylvania. But in 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 our little world, if we can make a meaningful impact to people and create an environment that gives opportunities for success for our employees, for other people in the community helps them, you know, preserve their houses, their businesses, you know, going back to, it's great when we get into paint somebody's, somebody's nursery for their expectant baby. It's like, holy smokes. It's like, we have this profound opportunity to be involved in really, really powerful parts of people's lives. And we want to make sure that that's a, that's a, that's an interaction that has meaning to them and has meaning for us. And it continues on forever. I love it. I, Peter, I think you guys are doing amazing stuff over there in Lancaster. I mean, I've, I've been to your office. I've seen you guys out in the community. Um, you, you bring such impact with really great fun, um, and really great purpose. So thank you for sharing, uh, being, being a part of today's episode. Um, I'm sure, um, we will have you on in the future because you've got a lot of great stuff to share and I'm sure that we will, um, have some great feedback. So thank you, Peter, for everything. Um, and until next time. Thanks a lot, Molly. Thanks for listening to this episode. Out of the Hourglass is recorded and produced by the team at Nolan Consulting Group, a nationwide business consulting firm with coaches located around the country. Have a question, comment, or idea for a future episode? We'd love to hear from you. Visit our website, www.nolancg.com.